100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlights, Tony Richards. Good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here on WHIN. Brought to you by FM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard. Also at myfmbank.com. And with us this morning, we love having him in, Anthony Holt, the mayor of Sumner County. Anthony, good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you, sir? Uh, fantastic. I'm uh, excited over this uh, great holiday weekend. And, That's uh, right. wish you and your families are having a, a great holiday and celebrating the birth and celebration of our freedom and our nation great nation my yes yes i agree and we're uh trying to navigate through everything so i thought we'd you know if we want to uh just talk about this uh, pandemic first from maybe a couple of standpoints in the first segment and then we can move on to because there's lots going on here uh in sumner county so uh let's talk about the covid thing um from a uh health care community standpoint how how are how, how are we doing um, what's happening uh, in Sumner County? Well, it's uh, it's it's pretty scary here. Let's we're, get, be we're getting a little bit of a, a uh, re. Uh, well, we are having re- a reemergence. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I'm on the uh, Sumner Regional Hospital Board. Uh, my wife works actually at the other hospital, Hendersonville Hospital here, mm-hmm. and so uh, I get a lot of information. Um, What's unfortunate is the uh, rate of infection now has gone up, um, and it's I'm very concerned. And I think, and I, I'll be the first to say that I have become lax myself. Uh, you know, we had that initial shock. We had some uh, fatalities at a unfortunately at a uh, nursing facility mm-hmm. uh, that really got our attention. That was heartbreaking. And uh, everybody seemed to, to just be in shock. Yep. And so we yep. were scrambling to, uh, to really prepare for what was going on. And uh, people seemed to pay more attention. And then myself, like I think most of us, uh, once the new normal came in and we started kind of taking it for granted. Mm-hmm. And then as, which we needed to, as small businesses and and other uh, establishments started opening up then we got kind of a false sense of security mm-hmm. and i think what you see happening now is that um with that that may have been a mistake that we weren't a little bit more guarded not that we are opening things up i, I think that's a good thing right but uh as they say, with great freedom, there comes great responsibility, and we we are the freest nation in the world. And I, I'm committed with other elected officials to make sure it stays that way. But uh, liberty does not need to be infringed upon. But at the same time, you and me and every other citizen of this great country has uh, responsibility to keep our family safe, to keep our friends and neighbors safe and our community safe. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, I think the real message is now, let's use precaution. There's plenty of PPE available. And what I mean by that is, if you need a mask, come to the county administration building. We've got boxes full. Yeah. If you need a mask, go to the health department. they got boxes full of it. The state has done a good job providing that. And now there's, you know, additional uh, uh, PPE available as far as gloves and sanitizers in our stores. So when you're in a situation or going to be in a situation where you can't social distance, make sure that you have a mask available. You can put that on because what you're doing, you're actually not so much protecting yourself. You're protecting other people against the particles that you uh, exhale when you speak or breathe Mm -hmm. or whatever. And if everybody wears a mask, even if you're in a crowded situation, your likelihood of contracting the virus is very, very low. And if you can social distance, it's six foot or greater space. It's very, very low. And I think that's all that we need to do. And this is not political. This is not uh, any spin on it. Uh, right. We're not trying to sensationalize anything. Right. Just kind of help we each just, other out. We just want to keep each other safe, you know, yeah. and have a safe community. Because I can tell you, we cannot afford to close our businesses, small businesses down. We can't afford not to start schools again. We can't afford not to live our lives and uh, enjoy our lives and socialize with our friends and neighbors well, we just got to use an extra layer of precaution yeah and i think you know it's been everybody you know makes fun of 2020 and it has been a weird year and, and you know part of every all the strange things that are happening right are probably a result of you know being cooped up and i mean who who wants that you know and and maybe yeah. like you said we get a little overzealous you get out there and you want to live life again there's probably a happy medium in there because it's probably impossible right now to pinpoint where and why this second wave is is here but it's here and everybody knew it would probably happen that's right well i think we're seeing the beginning of it i hope you know i hope it's a quick one but who you know who knows and i think i think it can be i think we just need to to be aware of our situation and not ignore what's happening. And if you deal with it and you deal with it in a common sense approach, we're not, we're not talking about suiting up and wearing a body armor or something. We're talking about just, just keep a mask with you and you get in a situation to where, you know, you, you've got to deal with it. You go to the grocery store and there's people all congregating together, put your mask on. You know, know. I think um, partly, you know, when people don't have a lot to do, where they're stuck at home and they're watching TV and they're watching politicians, things get political. Oh, yeah. Sadly, um, because, you know, this virus doesn't know any political affiliation. And like you said, this is kind of old school, but neighbor helping neighbor, you know, just kind of look out, especially for me. Um, you know, I like my freedom. I, wanna, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. No. Um, and if you're around elderly people, people that aren't, doing as well or have some conditions geez you know you better make sure you're looking out for them oh absolutely it's it's only being it's only being good citizens yeah. only being a good person and we are all a good people absolutely i mean we've got a you know i play baseball with some buddies and uh two of the guys on the team have uh their mothers uh live with them they're older and so they wore masks we made sure we we're distant from them in particular. There's ways around things if you, 
like you said, if you kind of use your head. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's going to be all right. Because you do that, need to think that's about the your main message. As well. yeah. Everybody's going to be all right, right. But let's just do our part. Yeah. And it's going to be all right, much easier and faster. Right. And um, so we're about halfway through this first segment. So for those who aren't all right. Um, in Sumner County, I think you can feel pretty good about the health care situation. The preparedness is still – we know a little more than we did four months ago, that's for sure. We do. Um, the, and the, how, how do you – how is that the, the only concern is the COVID units are starting to fill up. Right. And so what we don't want to see – But you guys are see, keeping a super close eye on that. Oh, yeah. Sure. What we yeah. don't want to see, and that's one of the reasons – I had a press conference uh, during the week. We want to make sure – for this holiday weekend, that everybody uses precautions mm-hmm. and common sense approach to this pandemic. Because what will happen if people get out there and start partying like it's 1999 mm-hmm. and forget about what the reality is, you're going to see a huge spike in cases. Some of those may be non-symptomatic. Other of those may be critical. And what could happen if we're not responsible and we're not vigilant is that our hospitals get overwhelmed. Right. And then that creates then a done. real yeah. problem because those who are in need of treatment can't get treatment. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's just do the right thing. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the testing. How's that going? There's still testing going on in Sumner County. There is. It's a, uh, where can they find out where those are? And, tested, and it's free. Have, um, we have free. We have uh, three health departments in the county. Um, they're run by the state. Uh, one's in Hendersonville, one's in Gallatin, and one's in Portland. So they're spaced out. So any health department, you can get free testing. Any. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage you, if you've had uh, a neighbor that you've been in contact with, if they have tested positive or a spouse or a family member, go get the test. Yeah. And just make yeah. sure that even if you're non-symptomatic, right. you're not out spreading it. And then please self-quarantine. Uh, and I think they say 14 days is a good... I think it is, just but to I mean, be safe, a couple of weeks. Even uh, if you were non-symptomatic, and you know, we know you you can't just sit at home 14 days. You got to go out and do something. Right. At least if you know you have it, you can take all precautions: gloves, right. mask, right. the whole nine yards, and not expose other people to it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. We've had a little bit of a uh, an up and down uh, here in Sumner. You know, like you said, with the the tragedy at the nursing homes. But um, you know, we know a lot more than we did. Oh, absolutely. We're a lot more prepared than we were. There's plenty of PPE, like you said. Uh, the hospitals are ready, but you are concerned just because we're seeing an uptick in admit emissions. Is that is that really the litmus test of? How well, yeah. The the just... well, yes. Not only hospitals, but the rate of infection has increased mm-hmm. because you know at one time you know typically you you go through a bell curve. You yeah. You start a pandemic and it climb 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 climbs and it reaches a plateau and then it it goes down, down, down. Well, we were doing that. Now we, we're on a roller coaster. We're going back up again. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do, we want to see those numbers keep declining because, let's just be honest, we cannot afford to continue to keep things closed. Right. It is going to decimate small businesses. It's going to affect people's lives. 
people want in this county, I know, I talk to too many people, they want to be able to work and provide for their family mm-hmm. and to be productive. Yeah. Um, and, There's you know, be... if you get in a situation you can't do that, then, you know, whether you're, you're, you're sick or you're, you're healthy, uh, financially, uh, you become a wreck. That creates a lot of problems within the family and socially throughout our community. Yeah, and you see tempers, you know, things, weird things. They're That's happening right. and you're That's seeing right. it right now. I think part of it is, and it's not an answer that you're going to have or I'm going to have or anybody's going to have, is the uh, not knowing. That's, I think, almost as bad as this uh, pandemic, is the not knowing how this is going to look. And if you... You know, we just don't know. We can try our best. We know enough about it to keep each other safe or to, to try to help help one another out. Um, but I, I don't know what it's going to look like on the other side. I don't, I'm not sure we've seen the worst of it with businesses. We've gotten some relief. Uh, a lot of businesses have. Uh, they've gotten some help. Um, but that's only going to go so far. And well, you, are you, you going to make it? Well, you're question. exactly right. I mean, let's just let's just talk realistic. I mean, um in county government and we're doing well but we've prepared for this we built reserves up knowing that eventually we may have a recession now we didn't know we were going to have a pandemic nobody knew that self-imposed recession but let's talk about the federal government we're already in debt the counties in the state doesn't run their affairs like that because they can't we can't print money right thank goodness yeah but the federal government uh is spending billions and trillions and this pandemic is not helping, but there's some point in time they can't bail everybody out. No. Uh, if they even try to do that over an extended period of time, it would have uh, 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 terrible economic long-term effects on our economy. First of all, it could be so inflationary uh, over an extended period of time, just printing money, mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, it's happened in different countries where, you know, you have to take wheelbarrows full of money to buy a loaf of bread. Hey, I remember the late 70s and 21% interest rates. um, And so we can't, we we, we don't want to be a party to that. So we have to do our part to make sure that we don't burden our society in the long run so great that we have an economic calamity. Mm-hmm. And that could easily happen. I don't, I'm not being an alarmist and say right. it's going to happen tomorrow, but you can't just, I mean, there's a, there's a day of reckoning. You can't right. just spin, exactly spin, right. spin, 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 That's and right. say every, we're going to make everybody whole. It doesn't work that way. Well, and, and you know, what's sad to see, and we're, we're coming up on our first break here, though, Anthony, but um, is the long-term small businesses that have been in business 14, 20, 30 years closing the drawers that oh, that uh, unnerves someone like me small business sure. owner where i'm like geez they're either tired and done or this has cost so much it's just not worth it anymore hey, and that that's a sad thing to that's, see that's an economy record yeah. over, over half the jobs in yeah. the united states are provided by small businesses yeah. over half let alone smashing dreams um because that's what incense people um to, to go into business, entrepreneurs. And if we lose that sort of that spirit, I fear that, you know, who's going to come along and help rebuild all that? Well, when you've lost that, you've lost the American dream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're talking with Anthony Holt, mayor of Sumner County, uh, here on Sumner County Spotlight, and we're going to come back 
with more of our discussion right after these messages here on WHIN. Stay with us. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. We're back on Sumner County Spotlight this morning with the mayor of Sumner County, Anthony Holt. And Anthony, uh, appreciate the discussion about the, the pandemic. We Something we have to kind of do. Just part of the deal. Well, uh, I know everybody's probably tired of hearing it, but uh, it's a reality, and yep. we're going to deal with it. We're going to be stronger when this thing's over. That's right. I tell you, you just got to keep the faith, and uh, there's other things going on. Lots right. and lots of things going on in Sumner Absolutely. County, as a matter of fact. And in a weird way, if we can look at any blessings out of this, is the pause, the reevaluation of your life, of the county, of expenses, of projects, you know, has any of that, has it helped to slow things down? It's like, let's just kind of review everything again. You, I know you had plans and everything's on paper, but you sometimes know, you got to adapt, don't you? Oh, we do, and that, that's part of it. Now, let me let me say this, um, uh, and I'm not saying this braggadocious, and this is not about uh, being savvy or smart, or right. we knew this pandemic was going to happen. But uh, I've been around long enough. I know the economy has always been cyclical. You've had good times yep. you've had okay times and you've had let's face it bad times and uh, one of the things that we have done over the last few years is we prepared ourselves for the possibility of a downturn in the economy now remember when businesses aren't thriving then revenues aren't yeah. keeping pace that's just the way it is so we we Sumner County government, uh, those involved, myself, the mayor, and the county commission, even the school board and director of schools, we have taken that uh, seriously, mm-hmm. and we've built our reserves up. And this isn't the first time we've heard about this. And, you know, so this is not something you're just bringing up today. No. You know, I know that the county's constantly getting the word out. You know, we're, we, we're yeah. working on this rainy day thing because it could have been anything. Yeah. Nobody thought it would be this. No. However, Never expected the results sometimes are similar. There's still mm-hmm. a downturn. There's still revenues right. not coming in. Um, and there's projects on the books. So if we just don't overextend ourselves, um, hopefully we can get through well, this. Well, what we did this year, we cut expenses because typically we always give a raise to our employees, mm-hmm. uh, uh, really just to keep up with uh, inflation and, and the cost of living. Especially uh, around here. We set that aside, no raises for employees. Uh, We did cut two, and when I say cut, we actually went into and reduced the amount of money available to departments. One is a highway department because fuel taxes have been affected tremendously because people aren't driving as much. Uh, The other was tourism because it's all based on hotel-motel tax receipts, and both of those were fairly substantially reduced as far as their budget. The rest of the budget remained close to the same, but we just didn't have any new expenditures or added new employees per se. Now, having said that, our property tax collections are great. Mm -hmm. And the economy, as far as building 
in property values and the cost of raw land has not been affected by this. Actually, the cost of raw land has actually gone up because people are looking at ways of investing their money that it seems to be secure. And building is continuing and people are moving into the county. And that's why it's important that we had in our budget structured capital projects. Bonds had already been issued for the new school. That is well underway. And monies from last year have been set aside for a new bond issuance. And we'll issue that by the middle of July for the new uh, judicial system, which is a new courthouse, a jail addition. So none of those projects are going to be affected because of the planning from last year and from previous years. years that's correct. Yeah. And so all of that's been funded. So, uh, our, so people don't need to freak out that we're just spending no, money no, like crazy no. in a really tough time. In fact, when we issue new bonds, we will have uh, total debt of approximately three million three hundred and twenty million dollars. Now that sounds like a lot of money. But you got to put that in perspective to what size county we are. If you compare us to Williamson County, and they do have a higher population, but we've got about 200,000 people. We're just going to say Williamson County's got like 275. Right. Okay? They have $800 million today. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Over so, twice that. Yeah. So, I mean, for a county, and I, who would know what Davidson County's is? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But... Really, we're in uh, a very sustainable position. And here's the great thing about issuing these bonds. These bonds, we're going we're gonna to issue bonds with an effective interest rate. Now, we're forecasting because they haven't been sold on the market yet. But it's going to be somewhere below 2%. Oh. So that is a good value for the taxpayers yeah. because uh, that is a very, very low rate in fact we have never issued anything Especially close to, to that to get some some assets for the county bill well and you got to put it in perspective to continue the success we've had as a county it's always a public private partnership mm-hmm. when you invest in public well, it seems to me the best ones are include both that's right when you when you invest in governmental infrastructure improvements private investment always follows i promise you that mm-hmm. because no one wants to come into community with terrible schools terrible public safety terrible uh health and safety conditions or poor infrastructure people want to invest in a community that's functioning and has great public schools a safe communities and adequate Good foundation of utilities and things. Those are all important things. So let's talk a little bit about our neighbor, Davidson County. Okay. Just recently had a huge property tax increase. They did. Um, That was very... Didn't seem to have a lot of discussion. It went through real quick, and I didn't hear one whisper about expenses ever. Well... Um, And to me, usually a budget has two two types. It has a revenue piece and it has an expense piece, but... Not not to dissuade them or, or point fingers, yeah. but I am wondering if Sumner County uh, might be the downstream recipient of a little bit of that from people fed up with paying that kind of tax uh, down there. Well, you've got 
people are moving here still. Yeah, they are. Still got a pretty good deal on uh, if you want to buy a house. It's mm-hmm. not as crazy as mm-hmm. it is downtown for a 400-square-foot apartment for three grand a month. Um, those days are going to be long gone eventually. But I do wonder if there's an opportunity, not not a you know a slimy thing, but a, is there an opportunity for us? Well, I think I think there's always been, and, and let's just let's just be frank about what we're dealing with. I mean, you know, I grew up in Davidson County. I was born in Davidson County, and in Nashville's got a lot of nice amenities, but um, their public school system is not what it. Uh, what they would like it to be. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great public school system. Yep. I think what you're seeing, and the taxes could be part of it, but but you got to realize nationally, you look at the taxes that people pay. The state of Tennessee, statewide, is I think the second lowest tax state in the nation. And when you look at, just say Sumner County, and you compare our tax rate to the surrounding counties, we still have a lower tax rate. So, you know, it's it'd be hard to say, well, I'm fed up with taxes, so I'm going to move to, you know, some other state because you're going to be paying more in taxes. Right. But the, it won't it stunt some growth downtown that they're experiencing? Well, I think it's, I don't think, I don't think it's going to help. But I think what really drives some of that, you see younger people, millennials, that are well educated, they move downtown. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can live in a condo. You can you can go to close entertainment. There's bars, restaurants, and all these things. But then there's a maturity level. I mean, you know, you're a young man. You're a young woman. You live downtown. You got all your friends. It's exciting. Uh oh, what happens? You meet Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright. Mm-hmm. You get married. You want some space. You have children. You need space. You have young children. And then you start thinking about the future of your child. Hey, I need to get my child in a good school system. So really in Davidson County, if you want a really good school system uh, from your public schools, that's going to be a hard lift. And then the, of course, expense of having a place with a yard and all the the, uh, space to keep all your gadgets, toys for the kids, and the whole nine yards, uh, these outlying counties become very attractive. And, and I think Sumner County is the place to be. And, of course, I'm prejudiced. I know that. Yeah. But we've got a low tax rate. We have an amazing variety of lifestyles. You can, you can live in a suburban atmosphere here in Hendersonville. You can go out and you can be in totally rural right. part of the county if you want to go toward... Uh, the upper end of the county, north of here. So, from a topographical know, standpoint, I'm not sure there's a prettier county. That's right. I'll be honest. We've I mean, got now, the lake. I've only been here eight, nine years, but just drive around yeah. in the contiguous counties, and you know, you're there's just some great elevation, and there's yeah. just some and, great wide open spaces. And I, I just think it's 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 a lot of promise. Now, when you talk about that, then you got the downside because you've got folks here that don't want it to change anymore, don't want any growth. Right, right. But what we really need to focus on, because we're not going to stay the same, is we just need to grow in a smart way to where we preserve some of the character that we have and the historic uh, nature of this county and some of the open space because we are going to grow and people are selling off farms every day and developing them. 
That's just the way it is. But, you know, it's, it's going to change. We want to embrace some growth because a community that's not growing, I can tell you it's not good. They're dying. So we're fortunate to live in Middle Tennessee. It's a, a very typically vibrant economy. It's going to come back. It's just we've got to get over this pandemic and some of the other issues that's going on right now, and uh, we'll emerge stronger than ever. But uh, our government, county government, local government, state government, we're in really good shape right now. Good. That's good to hear. Um, we're going to come back in just a moment uh, after this next break and just talk about some of the projects that are going on. Some of them have already begun. Some of them are ready to, to you know, courthouse, school, um, and other things that maybe uh, you know are going to start happening or at least the planning stages. Um, we can maybe talk about those in a little bit. Sure. Uh, and uh, a few other things. We're, we're talking with Anthony Holt, the uh, mayor of Sumner County, and we're going to come back with more here on Sumner County Spotlight brought to you by F&M Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. We're going to come back in just a moment. Stay with us. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back with Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning with our special guest, Anthony Holt, mayor of Sumner County. And Anthony... Uh, you know, lots of things going on. Projects are still is. on the books. Things are right. happening. Um, what's the scoop on the data center? Uh, I, I read something probably three, four weeks ago. It Something passed. And I don't know all the details of it, so forgive me for my ignorance. But where are we at, and how's that looking? Unofficially, I don't know. Officially? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Officially, I don't know. Unofficially, that's going to happen, and that's going to be a huge boost for our local economy. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of time working out some of the very minor details now, and um, it's going to be uh, when it's all said and done, probably about a billion dollar investment in this yeah. county. And the jobs are going to be not a lot of jobs, but they're going to be very high paying jobs, and they're going to be a a large taxpayer, yeah. which takes a burden the burden off I mean, our there's citizens. There's going to be some jobs building, this, some temporary jobs. Oh, absolutely. Put together, and I think people and, may not realize. There had to be some investment um, ahead of time for just, uh, I know Gallatin is trying to be more of a data-driven type of community. All communities have their, their sort of their their strength, and I know they had been working on that, and, you know, hopefully that's going to pay they off. Well, they partnered and, with the county. We, we um, the, had some interest in some of the land, and, and we uh, uh, took ourselves out of that along with Gallatin and the University of Tennessee, and we made sure that that was available for the data center, and mm -hmm. and then we have uh, worked with closely with the city of Gallatin to uh, to get uh, right of ways for dark fiber because this is not fiber we can hook onto. This is dark right. fiber right. that uh, large cabling, and yeah. it has to be duplicated. Uh, yeah. uh, Redundancies uh, and absolutely, yeah. and uh, so everything is moving forward. We feel really good about it. Um, that's so cool. Uh, it's, it's just I think a it's one of, of the coolest things. And, 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 and that's, just, you know. that's just one big project. we got another uh, a large project we're working on, which would be a, a kind of a joint venture between the cities of Hendersonville, Gallatin, and the county. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're excited about it. So, yeah. well, that's you know, one things thing are going that, great. And I do think that that makes Sumner a bit unique is, you know, the mayors uh, and, and you 
um, the superintendent, uh, well, I, it's not the superintendent of schools now. I always forget the official title, Dell, sorry. Director. Director, yes. Yeah. Um, but there is a, a really good collaborative. You guys can seriously get things done when you guys work together, and that's good That's good for the county. Well, I agree with you. Uh, of course, um, I, I'll be glad to share this with you. I'm, I've been in office now 30 years this year, and by the end of my term, it'll be 32 years if uh, I make it in this Virus doesn't kill me or something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. Somebody well, doesn't. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, but, six feet uh, apart here. So. But uh, I can tell you this. Um, that's why elections matter. And you've got uh, – yeah. it, 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 sometimes people sound good. They sound like, you know, I'll never increase taxes or I'll never do this or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. But the reality is we need people who are pragmatic, who can have analyze – have integrity – the situation, tell you the truth, and go out and work in a collaborative manner with not only the city mayors, but you got to realize these jobs of county mayors today are more regional than they've ever been. You got to be able to work with the mayor of Nashville and the mayor of Williamson County and right. Rutherford County and Wilson County and Robertson County because what goes on in those counties have a direct impact on us. Don't kid yourself. Uh, I don't agree with every decision made in Davidson County or any other county. Mm -hmm. uh, and my wife probably didn't agree with some of my decisions. Yeah. <laughs> but having said that, if if that county really falters, it's going to have a negative, yeah. a very negative impact on Sumner County in the same with our surrounding counties. Well, everybody needs so, their wins. You don't yeah. want anybody that just, you know, keeps losing something and losing something. No, no, no. Something. So, uh, you know, I talked you know. to the mayor of Portland, it might have been six, eight months ago, and he was pretty pumped about the exchange, the interchange, that, oh, that's, absolutely. Uh, you know, which is great. I think it's done now. Uh, well, and let's talk about that a minute. I, I, I don't mean to deflect where we're going, but look at the infrastructure projects that working collectively with yeah. Me, the county mayor, and the city mayors have been able to, to, to achieve. And here's things that's on the books that will be done. Now, these are long-term projects. I-65 from Gillisville all the way to the Kentucky state line up into Portland mm -hmm. is going to be six-laned from four-laned. I believe it. That just blows my mind. And are we, aren't, aren't they working on we're going to be able to get well, and from southbound 65 into here now, too, which you can't well, really get unless you We We are going through. to widen. 386. We've already started down the process. Right, right. It'll be six laned all the way to Gallatin, and eventually it'll go through Gallatin, and it'll 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 bridge over Dobbins Pike, hook into 31E north of Gallatin. 31E will be north laned all the way to Kentucky State Line. Let's look at 109. 109. Yeah. We have a new interchange. Yep. They're building the four lane version looks, through looks Wilson good. County right now, mm -hmm. and we're going to build a bypass around Portland. So you'll be able to go from I-65, oh, okay. bypass Portland through the downtown, go around. So you won't have to go past schools and that's, that's right. a lot of stuff. And it's go, dangerous. Go, go all the way to I-40 in Wilson County and then go on from I-40 over to 840 on 109. Oh, and so just those projects alone, once they've completed, you're probably talking in the neighborhood of – couple three billion dollars yeah now those are long-term projects mm -hmm. but they're on the books and they're going to happen what what about traveling south on 65 and 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 getting on 386 where now you have to snake through goodlessville well that's Wasn't that's that, is that something they were, that's heard, something we're working on now yeah. we haven't got that it's kind of a tough one because there's committed. land there's tons of already purchased land well 
And see, a lot of it's going to have to do with what's, how that is completely engineered and how uh, we can get through the environmental. Right. Because some of that bridging is going to have to be uh, basically, I don't, I don't want to say torn down. It'll, you'll probably have to build new bridging and then the old bridging, some of that, over Rivergate. And Davidson County will have to be oh, right. probably just right. probably county. destroyed. You're talking about two counties here. Yeah, so that's right. it's it's uh, complicated, and that's yeah. what I was saying. Today, the job of county mayor is more regional yeah. than it's ever been. There's a great example of it. Uh, but boy, if you miss that, you're in Madison. You got to come back. <laughs> not not that that's happened to me, but I did forget one time. <laughs> but you know, that's an amazing. Uh, you just talk about those projects just like you did. You know, you forget. You don't add them together. You do because you see it every day. Right. But for us, unless I'm on it, I don't think about it. But then I start thinking about 109, 31, 386, uh, the new exchange interchange up in Portland. And, and I-65. Yeah, and I-65. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's all good. That's going on. Tell us about the high school. How's it going? What's It's uh, going great. In fact, uh, we are working uh, in earnest on it. Uh, Right now, it is excavation. So we're out there with heavy equipment, um, and they are removing uh, hills and filling in low spots and getting it pad ready. Now, remember— Is there a ton of rock under that, too, that you have there's to There's rock, for, but, but it's—you it's, it's, know, but remember, it's 265 acres. Well, so you got yeah, a lot of uh, um, earth to move. Find a, spl- a flat spot. Uh, and it's a beautiful <laughs> spot, but um, you, you've got to do a lot of earth moving because— we're going to have pad ready every school. We're only constructing the high school and the elementary school first. But we're while we're out there, we're going to make pad ready the middle school, even though it's not funded. Gotcha. And every athletic field. So you've oh, got a right. lot of work to do because you've got three schools with three athletic fields. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I can say this. Every one of our schools are great. And uh, we've done a lot of work on them because – uh, with the leadership of Dr. Phillips, and uh, I, I hope I've been a good partner for him and, and seen the vision. We have done, we've put $75 million just into schools right. that were already here to uh, do deferred maintenance and then add on because that's much more cost effective. You got to realize just to build a high school and an elementary school is about $110 million. So it, you can take what you have, add on to it, and then make sure it's in great shape. And we've done that with our schools. But now we've grown so rapidly, it's time to build a brand-new school system to make sure that we don't get overcrowded and we have the exceptional school system that our young people deserve here in the and, county. And as new as Station Camp is, um, yeah, talking to Dr. But you Phillips, know, Station Camp's not that new anymore. I know. Well, that's what we were talking about. And Dr. Phillips was like, you, you, you see the money we're going to save on lights and electricity and th- all the new technology just since Station Camp. Was, right. To us, it doesn't seem that long ago, but no. it has been a little while. Who'd have thought? Yeah. And here we are again, which uh, is pretty exciting. Um, so uh, before the end of this break, what, what's the scoop on the courthouse? What's, what's up with that? Well, we're, we're working. You know, we're, um, like I said... We're in a good position. But that's dual purpose too, right? It's gonna, isn't there a adjacent jail or how, how's the jail gonna work? Or yeah, yeah. In other words, uh, here's the big project vision. Okay, we're gonna build a jail addition, the first pod. It'll, 
it'll increase the jail capacity about 120, I'm just going to say 125 people, 130 people. Right. Uh, we need that. Uh, one of the fastest growing, unfortunately, um, incarcerated population group would be uh, females mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason. Right. So and you have so to accommodate for that. We have to accommodate for that. And then uh, we will start construction that's already started we'll start construction of the judicial center parking garage for that that is to combine all court systems into a facility and give us additional space because about half of the building will only be a shell it will not be completed right. on the inside right. to give us capacity to grow the next 50 years in the county without cool. having to construct something and so once that is completed then the uh, general sessions one and three will move out of the jail along with a criminal court. Those areas will be used for the expansion of the sheriff's office. They have no office space left. And then the next round will be the next phase of building an additional pod to house another 130 people. And then the uh, renovation of our old historic courthouse on the square and that would be renovated for office space speaking of of uh the sheriff's department and where they are how about the fire department how'd that all are they in their new digs you know i do not I know, know i know I, I think that it got a little they, sideways because of this yeah, thing slowing they had down to they had bit. to rebuild that one station and that was yeah so, and I know they had sort of been operating out yeah. of, uh, you know, little facilities too, but I'm yeah. sure they're going to be pumped to be in their stuff. So point being a lot going on, a lot going on. Um, and then the old courthouse on old the square, what, yes. uh, that's getting a little bit of, uh, well, it, 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 everyone has to move out yep. and the new building has to be completed. So that'll be another phase like phase three. Mm -hmm. And once it's, uh, uh, vacated, then uh, that building will need to be gone through uh, like HVAC the, and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and and the real issue is, um, you know, the building was built in 1939, so you have 1939 wiring and plumbing, and mm -hmm. and a lot of the plumbing leaks, and then it's wrapped in uh, asbestos no. insulation, Great. and so you can't yeah. just go in there nope. and tear that out with people in the building. That's some money. Well, but you can't just leave it there. No, and, you can't you know, just leave it. They've been probably retrofitting a thousand new holes to run Ethernet cables and things that didn't exist back when right. it was built. So the mechanicals need to be replaced. Yeah. As far as the the actual building itself, it's built like a tank and and it's yeah. beautiful. It has terrazzo floors and right. and limestone exterior, and we won't uh, mess with any of that. But it's still sort of a centerpiece. And, yeah, you know. it's beautiful, yeah. and it's none of it's ADA compliant. Uh, you know, people must have been a lot thinner back then because the doors are about <laughs> uh, a, a foot and a half yeah. wide you and know? shorter. So, yeah, shorter, <laughs> and uh, yeah. so it it just needs to be brought up to. Uh, current standards. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking with Anthony Holt, the mayor of Sumner County, and uh, glad to have him on the show. We're going to come back with our last segment and see what the future holds here and what we've got cooking that uh, we may not know about. Uh, and we're going to talk with him uh, in just a moment here on WHIN for Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you by FNM Bank. We'll be back in just a moment. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. 
Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight, our last segment here with the mayor of Sumner County, Anthony Holt. Anthony, we covered a lot of topics here, but uh, I, you know, I know you can't. Sometimes you work on projects and you can't really talk about them. For one thing, you don't want to jinx it. <laughs> Secondly, you don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, you're in competition with other counties um, in a good way. Hopefully, it still benefits. Oh yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but you are also, weren't you, the director of the county uh, group? Uh, I don't know if you still are. but we're Yeah, gonna... I'm a president of GNRC, right. which is the uh, development district for Middle Tennessee, and it's called the Greater National Regional Council, mm -hmm. and that includes all the counties here in Middle Tennessee. And so, What kind of you... things do you guys do? Well, gosh, I mean, uh, so much money flows through that. We run uh, the uh, programs for disability and aging. Mm -hmm. uh, the MPO is wrapped under that, which is the Metropolitan Planning Region, where all the state and federal uh, transportation funds flow through. So we coordinate our activities with TDOT. Uh, it is uh, basically uh, places that you apply through and get help for uh, community block grants, which helps communities put things in like water and sewer mm -hmm. and other uh, things. So we, we have got a lot of things going on in GNRC, and that's what I was talking about, the regional aspect of it. Um, so it's, you know, it's I've been very It's a busy group, fortunate. it sounds like. Oh, it is. And we got some good, good, good folks involved in it. Uh, city mayors and county mayors for that development district. Is and that a place where people can kind of vie for things? Because, like you said, you know, the responsibility uh, over a county, which you have pretty big, pretty big responsibility. Um, you also have to look at the reason region for lots of reasons. Something oh, absolutely. May, something may yeah. not just be the right fit for Sumner or for Williamson or for whoever. Do you guys, is that where you kind of can get down to brass tacks and say, you know what, the reason that might be really good in Robertson is because of this or, or whatever? Well, and, and you're exactly right, the character of the county. And, and we're going to be competitive in a friendly manner. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, if there's not uh, an appropriate uh, environment yeah. for a certain industry, right. Or then workforce, or well, and, and then then what we're going to do? We're going to make sure that we present it to a county next to us, around right. us, in the region, because you know when you create jobs, you're not creating jobs just for one county. No. Uh, you know our citizens can still work in Robertson County, Wilson County, well they can Bacon County, Davison County. Our our I county mean, can benefit from it with the, you know, events and things going yeah. on in Gallatin on the Square or things in Hendersonville at uh, right here at Streets of Indian Lake. There's all kinds of places that people want to go. And and you you just said something that impressed me because you talked about something that I think is the most important thing when you attract industry today, mm -hmm. and that is a educated and developed workforce. Yeah. And that's something we've been really working hard on as a region because I can tell you today the most important factor in recruiting the jobs of tomorrow is having an available, ready, and educated and prepared workforce. Mm -hmm. um, it's the number one factor. And if you don't have uh, your education system in order to where you can make those connections, because it's great to have a K through 12 education system, but you need 
the ability in a county to move even further than that and to make sure that those children, which I know when you graduate high school, you don't consider yourself a child, young men and women have an opportunity to be trained properly for job. And that doesn't mean everybody has to go to college and get a bachelor's or master's or doctorate. What that means is you need that associate or that degree or from a, or, the, a tr- or a trade. Well, that's you, what I'm saying. Yeah, and exactly. We, we call them today the uh, College of Applied Technology, yeah. which is the same thing as a trade school. Which I'm, I'm very and glad is starting to get the prestige it deserves. Those are high-paying jobs. Yeah, let's just look at around yeah. us. How many gigs are out there with guys working on these buildings that you guys are starting these projects? They t- need people to build those things. Let me tell you, if you're a certified plumber or electrician or HVAC guy, you can get a job tomorrow. And you get not, a good You're not going to have the gigantic college loans and on, I, when your, I said on guy, your back. You're going to I don't want to exclude the young ladies because no, they, right. they, they're, they're, their potential is wide open. Absolutely. And, and they probably won't have that college debt hanging over their head or as much. And you'll be in the game making really good money well the key is is what you love to do i mean it's great to be a physician we need physicians we need nurses sure. but if you don't want to be a nurse or a physician and you're going to hate that career the rest of your life and you love being an electrician you need to go out and be an electrician hey i know a lot of recovering attorneys <laughs> that are doing something completely different but I, and i'm not uh, picking you know. <laughs> on physicians or nursing yeah. in the healthcare yeah. profession because that's vitally important but, but There's all great jobs. jobs and i think it was martin luther king said any job deserves respect that's right any job doesn't matter what you do if you love it uh you'll never work a day in your life will you that's right and that's the key is to find something you love and you're excited about getting up and doing every day yeah. and we've got just amazing diversity in this county and talents and things and i think you know to be honest i think we're pretty good at utilizing that i think i think we're great at deploying resources working together um you know just bragging a little bit and just having a business here um you know i can tell you that the our business here i've got one in davidson this one's doing better i'll just be honest uh it is and i think it's the environment around us the people around us uh, well you you just hit it and I, I've, I've been invited to speak at a lot of different places. And if somebody asks me, what is the most important asset that you have in Sumner County? It's easy. And I really mean this. It's the people. Yeah. Because uh, people development, career development, workforce readiness is the most effective, is the most uh, efficient way you can build a colossus successful economy. Yeah. Uh, if people have the right job skills, I know the people here and I know people want to succeed. They want to be respected. And that's what we all want. No matter what race, gender, religion, creed you have, mm-hmm. you aspire to be the person and find fulfillment uh, in your career and be respected. And that's what we all want. Well, and that's think, the American dream. Right. And I think, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, shared risk is a great way to get some things done. Uh, I've seen lots of areas, um, maybe in, a, in a, a part of a community that's not doing real well, 
people that care, they get together and they make an investment. That's right. And it's a community and a government partnership, and it's amazing what you can pull off. Let's talk real quick uh, in this last segment. I, I didn't want to forget about asking about the airport. Um, I know it's gone, gone through some marketing changes, uh, name change, um, roads, uh, new hangars I think are going to get built. What's what's happening oh, there? Airport's uh, doing great there. I, which I think, by the way, is a stroke of genius, just the name uh, the name is has, just just having the names paid dividends already. Yeah, exactly because it yeah. sounds bigger. It um, is bigger. Exactly. exactly. It's a bigger vision, and yeah. when you got a bigger vision, that's what you have—a bigger airport. And you get bigger buy-in. Uh, you get bigger investment. Now we we have successfully, uh, and I give the city of Galton a lot of credit for it, moved Airport Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has in turn enabled us to expand some of the regional airport, which is now. Uh, music, city. music city i know we're gonna get it wrong but it's but cool it's, it's a cool, cool name music yeah. music city regional airport or something yeah. like that you but, can you can call in and correct us we'll yeah we'll be fine with but uh uh we are expanding the aprons uh the runways have been expanded and now uh they're working on additional hangers because there's a long waiting list for hangers and so what what the strategy is, the airport board, and, and they've done a great job. I know Don Drayton is the chairman out there, uh, is to turn the sleepy little airport into an engine of economic opportunity. And I can tell you, that. I believe that's absolutely going to happen. And yeah. Tune, uh, good airport yeah. uh, in the middle of town uh, when you're heading out toward Bellevue in Asheville. You know, it got devastated by the tornado, sadly. It took down a lot of planes. But And we, we, um, we, we don't, uh, we hope that they can recover quickly. But yeah, that, that's absolutely. That's unfortunate. But, I hate to see that. But, but it does this create could be new a opportunities. Bustling, um, yeah. I mean, this could be our bustling John Toon. No question right. about it. Not to mention, uh, like you said, other investment. And guess what's going to happen around it? Other investment will happen around a busy airport. Oh, well, you know, you already have Surpro, the corporate headquarters of Surpro, right there beside the airport. Yeah. And and as you build out your infrastructure, whether it's roads and especially airports, uh, that's vitally important for the future because uh, it allows you to have uh, an easier access from uh, a corporate headquarter presence. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that private aviation is growing. Oh, yeah. And they're building vision jets uh, from Cirrus over there in Knoxville right now. And with, you know, the pandemic and people, you know, sitting two inches away from each other on airplanes, I, I believe that private aviation will continue to grow and maybe Music City Airport will uh, benefit from that, hopefully. So lots going on. Um, I got to believe one of the cool parts about your job is, you know, here you are talking about airports, you're talking about schools, you're talking about businesses, you're talking about data centers. Isn't it great to just learn all this new stuff? I mean, just well, I can tell you this: um, life's a journey, and uh, there's a downside to everything, and there's a plus side. But I can honestly say that I have thoroughly enjoyed public service. I've learned a lot. I've grown, hopefully, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made some mistakes. Hopefully, I've made some good decisions, and something will benefit my friends and neighbors for years to come. Uh, you know, I really uh, was, you know, educated in business background, and and, uh, and I understood that. Uh, I had a, a degree, a double major management in finance, and I've enjoyed those fields, and 
understand a little bit more, but I've been exposed to so many different uh, aspects of of the world we live in uh, mm-hmm. and uh, have enjoyed it all and have learned uh, from that. And uh, I think as you get older, too, you're a little bit more patient and on some things and probably a little bit uh, well, more you know, impatient on other the things. The clock's ticking, you know. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you this. It, it has been an honor, and um, the citizens of this great county has made that possible for me. Uh, I do not plan on running again. I plan on retiring. I'll be about 67 years old. That's a good time for me to uh, to move to another chapter of my life. Mm-hmm. My hope is that whomever runs is somebody who is very qualified. But I think the most important part of that is that person, and if they're out campaigning, you need to ask them, what is their vision of our great county, the region we live in? And don't you've got to stand don't just, for, don't just do it to fill a seat. That's right. You've got to stand for something. If they can't tell you that, don't vote for them. Yeah. Because if you're against things, well, that's yeah. easy. Yeah. But you've got to be for something. Good point. That's probably good advice for anybody going in politics, <laughs> actually. you know, Be for something. You want to build up or you want to tear down? Yeah, and you got to stand for something, and you've got to be true to your integrity. If you're for something, mm-hmm. work for it. Because you're going to be criticized no matter what you do. It's just like your line of appeal. Yep. You know, it's like, well, why would you want to go into radio? Why would you want to go into I media? I ask myself that question every day. <laughs> <laughs> but you're brave enough to do it, yeah, and you know, you're making a difference. That's right, man. We're trying. Well, Anthony, thanks for spending the time with us. Always, always enjoy talking to you, and uh, let's just keep things going and remind everybody once again uh, to be safe. Take care of yourselves and your neighbor. Have a safe weekend. Happy, enjoy the 4th uh, of, of, of July, and God bless America, right? All right, that's right. Take care. Thank you. All right, you bet. Anthony Holt, Mayor of Sumner County, our guest this morning here on Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville, and at myfmbank.com. We're going to be back again next week at 10 a.m. right here on WHIN with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for joining us. Happy Fourth of July weekend. Have a safe week, and we'll talk to you next week. Sumner County Spotlight has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, or even home mortgages, FNM Bank can provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.